Ladies and gentlemen, may I direct your attention to something quite extraordinary. And now, it's time for Fat Guy Loves Cake. With your host, Joey Valentine. It's one piece of egg. U-G-L-Y, you ain't got no alibi, you ugly. <laughs> Welcome to Fat Guy Loves Cake. I am Joey Valentine. It is January the 18th, 2023, 1182023, and I thank you for joining me for a brand new episode and letting me bend your ear for half an hour or less. Did you catch the football game on Monday? The Dallas Cowboys v. Tampa Bay Buccaneers with the all-time greatest quarterback ever, Mr. Thomas Brady. You know, going into that game, Tom Brady, career 7-0 and against the Cowboys. And uh, it was quite a game. I mean, realistically, if Brady had played as good as uh, he normally does, that would have been a very close game. Dallas had some legit scoring, played really well against a very, very good defense. Brady just, I don't know, he just didn't have his magic. And it was a weird game, man. Our fucking, our kicker missed four straight extra points. This is just unheard of. And he set a record. He set a record when he had three in a row in a playoff game, and then he made it four, which I have no doubt is a record that will never get beaten in the entire 60 years that the NFL has been around. Our kicker was the first one to ever have three in a row missed extra point attempts. If In all that time, he set a record with three, and then he went ahead and said, ah, you ain't seen nothing yet. Watch me miss a fourth. <laughs> Thank God he never had an opportunity for number five. Uh, <laughs> it was just so fucking weird, man. That kind of thing never happens. And I was joking around. I, I said, he must owe the mob money. You know, like the Italians <laughs> they came to him and they're like, listen here, you're not going to make a one to sing an extra pointer. Are we going to break your legs? <laughs> It's like a kicker with a gambling problem. He's like, man, I, I can't miss four in a row. They'll just, they'll know something's up. Like, you just did a kicker. They don't fucking like you anyway. <laughs> the lonesome kicker. High five. Slap hands. Slap hands. I made a point. <laughs> I can imagine the kicker's life. I love bagging on the kicker. I mean, I'm sorry, but you know, like, he's got one job and it's to kick fucking ball. And they like, they miss all the time, you know, and it's always a skinny white man with very little athletic ability other than having, you know, like the foot of a mule. And I just can only imagine what the locker rooms are like afterwards, you know, because you get the whole offensive line. They all are like 400 pounds, six, six. And then you got this five, eight white guy who just kicks a ball. He has nothing to do with He's never in a huddle. I mean, he's in a huddle, I guess. I don't know. Do they have huddles for field goals? I mean, you know he's coming out there to kick a fucking ball. You don't have to get together and go, okay, guys, just in case anyone wasn't clear, we're going to kick the fucking ball through the thing. You know, the yellow things with the poles. Okay, got it. Uh, well, I'm sorry. Well, can you, one more time? The, the big fucking yellow thing. Do what you do. You know, we'd be big. 
And then after a game, you know, like the only time the kicker gets any respect is like if he won the game, you know, like the game was decided by a field goal. And I don't mean like he's got a field goal that got them ahead halfway through the game. And then later on, everyone's like, oh, let's take him out. No, he scored like an overtime or he scored with a few seconds left. He finally gets his moment in the sun. But otherwise, the locker room, you got dozens of large, sweaty, roided out, angry men. And then he comes prancing into the locker room and he's like, hey, guys, we wanna, I kicked the ball. We got three. <laughs> They're like, yo, little man, go give me some peanuts. <laughs> He's like, well, I, 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 I'm part of the team. <laughs> well, then how about we initiate you, little man? Oh, don't stick it in my ass. Goes home, listens to an episode of Fat Guy Loves Cake, hates his life, <laughs> wonders why he even gets up in the morning. Women come up to him at the bars. So you play for the Cowboys, huh? What do you what what position? Uh, oh, I'm the kicker. Oh, t- please! <laughs> it gets blown off. But I've got hundred dollar bills stuffed in my zipper. <laughs> okay, I'll leave the kicker alone. But seriously, you know, I just can't imagine he like he goes into the shower. He's in and out. You know, he's got some polo talcum powder that he puts under his pits. A little bit of hairstyling gel. He leaves the locker room with like a a button-up shirt with the sleeves rolled up, a little handbag. He gets in his Porsche Boxster, drives home, listens to some Kenny G. Or maybe he likes his life like that, you know? He's driving along, and he's like, I'm the shit. I'm the shit. I drive a Boxster. I kick field goals for a living. Last year, I got laid by two girls at almost three. Anyway, so here's what's going on in Houston, my hometown. Houston man shoots armed robber dead, returns stolen money to all victims. I don't know if you guys heard about this, but there was a customer at a Houston Tacaria. I never know if I'm saying that word right, by the way, so I apologize to all Mexicans. You know, T-A-Q-U-E-R-I-A. You ain't got no Tacaria. You ugly. <laughs> huh? What? Uh I don't know if it's Takaria or Takaria. I think it's Takaria. Uh, anyway, a customer at a Houston taco shop had enough of an out-of-control crime in this country, and he shot and killed a man who run. I, mean, I fucking don't need to read the article. Let me tell you what happened. Dude's eating dinner, and everybody in the place, uh, you know, other patrons are eating dinner as well. And this kid comes in. He's got a fucking sock over his head, and he's got a gun which turned out to not be a real gun in the end. But regardless, you don't know that. He comes in, starts literally waving it around in the air. You know, when you hear, when you read something and they're like, he started waving his gun, you don't picture someone like actually waving their gun. No, he fucking really did. Like, like someone who was (laughs) like twirling a lasso over their head. He's all, (laughs) and he's waving his gun around. Most of the people just immediately duck, get under the tables, and except for one guy and the guy he was with. Dude's going from table to table. He's not robbing the restaurant. He's robbing the customers. He's demanding wallets, cash, watches, whatever. So, you know, he's you don't have any audio, but he's whipping his gun around. He's waving it all crazy, and you see people start to put their shit on the end of their tables. 
Well, one of the guys that didn't duck under the table, he, you know, he makes like he's going, he's getting his wallet, and the guy's, you know, all over the place. So he's not paying that much attention. He's got everybody's shit. He's starting to walk off. Dude stands up and bam, gets him right in the back, unloads the entire magazine into this kid. And you're never going to guess what he did next. He, he got everybody's shit, their wallets, their cash, their watches, their jewelry. And he starts finding out who it all belongs to and giving it back to them. Okay. That is so fucking epic. Now, this guy didn't stick around for the cops. They just found out who he was. This happened like a week ago, but they just found out his identity because dude just left. Killed the guy, got everybody's shit together, got his own wallet, and left. So the police have been, does anyone know this guy? We just want to question him. Cops aren't going to press any charges. I mean, uh, when someone comes in committing an armed robbery, well, all bets are off if they get killed. And uh, But, you know, the of course, there are people out there that are calling for him to be uh, sentenced in this. And I'm sorry, but, you know, you play stupid games. I would expect you you take that chance when you take a gun in public and start waving it around and and are clearly committing an armed robbery because you are saying so. You know the rules. Like you don't wake up and go, they, they won't shoot me. If I go into the store and I pull a gun on people, they're they're not gonna they're not gonna shoot back. Yes, they fucking most certainly are. And you're in Texas. Like the last place you would ever want to rob someone with a gun. I don't think even Texans don't seem to get it. We're all carrying guns. Literally, I don't ever go anywhere without a gun. You can't see it, but I promise you it's on me somewhere. We all have guns, even the women. And I don't mean like the country heavy set loves to go fishing women. I'm talking about the pretty done up nice with a little handbag. Got a fucking pistol in that shit, okay? This is Texas. We take gun handling seriously. There's way more legal gun owners than not. If you're going to go and you're going to rob somebody, if you're going to commit an armed robbery, you might want to pick a state that's a little more lax on its gun laws or gun ownership. Like, go to Delaware and rob a bank, okay? Hi, I'm in Delaware. <laughs> But I keep picturing this guy. You remember in Pulp Fiction when uh, when Honey Bunny and her boyfriend Rob, it was the very beginning of the movie and the very end of the movie. And, you know, everybody's putting their wallets into a garbage bag. And Sam Jackson is like, he pulls out this giant fucking gun. And all he wants is his wallet back. He's like, you can even take the money in it. And what does he say? And find my wallet. It's the one that says bad motherfucker. It's the one that says bad motherfucker. Well, I kind of keep that keeps replaying in my head about this guy that killed this robber in Houston. He collects all the cash, all the jewelry, all the watches, all the wallets. And he's like, okay, who had this uh, brown leather one? And oh, this one's mine. It's the one that says bad motherfucker. <laughs> Your brother got shot for wearing the wrong colors. The weed you bought is fake. You're late with your child's support. And bitch be trippin'. You deserve an ice-cold Budweiser. Budweiser. 
Anheuser-Busch, Houston, Texas. Cops. Come and try to snatch my crops. No, cops, okay. I love, 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 love seeing people get tased. Nobody gets killed most of the time. Nobody really gets hurt except the guy getting tased. And they almost always have it coming. And I was watching an episode of Cops today. That's what got me thinking about the whole tasing thing. But it got me thinking about also how different it is when cops are in front of television cameras and when they're not. And I know you might think like, oh, they're better behaved. But I think it's quite the opposite. See, cops' lives aren't always really that exciting. In fact, some places cops will go a long time without any real action. It's a lot of like domestic stuff and speeding tickets. Not every day is an episode of cops where somebody runs and they chase them. And I think a lot of times when they get these podunk police departments to get involved in these shows, they feel like because there's no action, they have to overact. And it's so fucking funny. I'm watching this episode today, and it's a black cop and a white cop. And it's in Atlanta. It's outside of Atlanta. And they pull over this car, and the car, it's like this Cadillac, this huge Lincoln or Cadillac. And it's got all four fucking tires are flat. And the cops are just like, okay, you know, let's pull him over and say, bro, you got four flat tires. So the black cop is standing over by the driver's side, and the white cop is backed by his own car. Dude decides he's going to run. Not literally. He hits the gas in this 5,000-pound monstrosity with four flat tires, and it does, like, the slowest getaway ever. Like, it starts crawling forward and it's making that sound of all the fucking tires and it's trying to go it's trying and the black cop it'll never he he looks back at the patrol car which is the camera and he just like he goes really he doesn't like use his radio he doesn't say like stop you know or don't do that or go running back to his car so he can chase after them he gives this like eye roll towards the camera like really you're gonna make me chase this piece of shit with no rubber on the tires and the white cop gets out of the car he starts running after it, which at this point, it's just reach enough speed to where a human can't catch it. And he's going, get out of the car, get, get, get the fucking car, get out the car. Black cop still sitting there annoyed, starts slowly walking back to the cruiser. Like, dude, white cop, chill out. We can go get a sandwich and come back and we'll meet him at the end of the block. <laughs> when they finally, when the, when the guys finally give up, they're like, Man, this is dumb. And they just pull over. They get out. They get on their knees. They put their hands in the air. Black cop is like, okay, they're giving up. And white cop gets out. And like the dudes, they're not resisting. They're not even facing the cops. Their hands are in the air. And this is not a, a black white thing, okay? Like this, this is done to white people all the time on the show, too. But I'm just saying, for the sake of the camera or whatever, this cop's getting his day, his 15 minutes. And he doesn't want people watching the episode and being like, well, well I was gay, or why didn't you do that? No, he's balls out, man. He's going hardcore. So he gets out of the cruiser. This poor innocent kid's on his knees with his hands in the air. He fucking tackles him. He's like, oh, fucking get out of fucking and then he st- <laughs> they start like twisting their arms into these positions that arms weren't meant to be twisted in, and then they always say the same thing, They're like, stop resisting, stop, stop resisting, 
stop resisting, stop resisting. And the dude's like, I'm not resisting. <laughs> Most of the time, man, like they're not freaking out or anything. They're just like, bro, you know, it's, it's, it's all for the TV. You know, it's just so funny. They feel the need to get so super aggro. I think stop resisting is like every cop's way of being able to manhandle someone while they're on that television show. They like watch, go ahead and watch cops. There's always like certain things that are a given in all cops episodes. Like if there's a white man with no shirt on, he's going to jail. Especially if there's a woman outside complaining about him. If someone gets threatened to get tased and they don't cooperate, you can count on them getting fucking tased. If a cop needs to handcuff someone they've been chasing, they are going to say stop resisting about a thousand times while they beat the hell out of them. You're on a blind date and you can't stop looking at her enormous jugs. She wants to dance. But you have an erection the size of the Empire State Building. You deserve an ice-cold Budweiser. Budweiser. Anheuser Bush, Houston, Texas. So back to tasing, what I was talking about. I love watching people get tased. See, when someone gets shot, okay, that there's always there's a finality to it, okay? Police, regardless, and I am very supportive of the police. It's a very fucking hard job, okay? But like with anything, there are bad and there are good. There's no anything in the world where there aren't bad people involved, okay? And it sucks because when you have a handful of really shitty cops and then you have like thousands of really good cops who care about their community, it's not fair. You know, it's like saying, like, because some black people committed a crime, all black people commit crime. We know that's not fucking true. That's not true, and it's not fair. But it's the same thing. It's what the media loves to portray to people. So when a cop pulls his gun, it's for the only reason that he can. It's because his life is in danger. You, he, cops don't want to kill people. I guarantee you, they don't go to work thinking, I really want to end someone's life today. So when they pull their gun out, it's because they have to protect their own life, and that's all that matters at that point. Now, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to like take a sour note here, but back to tasing. The and I honestly, I would be okay with all cops carrying just tasers. I don't like guns. You know, like in England, they they have a team, they have a task force. If guns are ever involved in anything, they go, okay, we need the guys with guns, and those guys with guns come out, and they got assault fucking rifles. They don't fuck around. If somebody, and for some reason, in England has a gun. And they're threatening people. Here comes the SWAT truck. Here comes the ARs. And they're going to fuck him up. I, I, I'm getting completely off subject. I just, I just wish there was so much less gun violence. I, it sucks. I read a lot of news looking for funny stuff. And I have to filter out 99% of it because of the awful things that humans do to each other. But back to tasing. Tasing is awesome. People should get tased all the time and for very little reason. <laughs> Watch an episode of Cops. When someone gets tased, it's not like with a gun, okay? And that's the whole reason I was talking about that. With a gun, you're not going to get warning after warning after warning. Because the gun doesn't come out unless there's a possibility that life is in danger. But the taser, the taser can come out just because someone won't fucking listen. And they get warned so many times. And you sit there and you're like, he's getting fucking tased. Here it comes. He's getting tased. <laughs> And they antagonized him so much. Not the cops. 
the victim, the recipient of the tasing. The cops are like, you're going to get tased. You're going to get tased. And they're like, I fucking dare you to tase me. I fucking dare want you to tase me. They Like every time. And I'm like, well, you've never been tased then because it's such an unpleasant feeling. I don't know if any of my listeners have ever been electrocuted. I have. It's a pain that I can't even describe because it doesn't feel like anything you've ever felt before. Like if someone pokes you with a pin, you know what that feels like. It's a sharp prick into your skin. Okay. But an electrocution, your whole body stiffens and you feel your heart stop and you can feel your heart stop all the way up to your throat, into your mouth. And it's scary even for just a few seconds. And it's, I mean, it is one of the most frightening things I've ever had happen to me. And I cannot imagine, I can't believe that they used to electrocute people for capital punishment. Uh, I have nothing against capital punishment. I'm kind of indifferent to it, to tell you the truth. But I can't believe that was an acceptable form of execution to run 250,000 volts through someone's body until they were barbecued to death. That's insane. And that's like recently that we just stopped doing that. But tasers, it's always the same. Like, I'm going to taser you. No, you're not. I'm going to taser you. No, you're not. I'm going to taser you. <laughs> Ends the same every time. What are you going to do? Fucking tase me? <laughs> and the whole body stiffens, and they just drop like a sack of potatoes, and it is awesome. I mean, let's let's make tasing like a, a thing, you know? We don't need to use deadly force. I mean, you just need people to be so fucking scared of getting tased. Like, you remember when you were a kid and it was like wintertime and every time you touched anybody, like you rubbed your feet on the floor, it would shock them. Okay, that shit hurt, right? And you'd see people walking around or you'd, your friends would be sneaking up behind you and you'd be like, don't fucking do it, motherfucker. And, you know, they'd like lick their hand and like touch your ear. Blah, ah! So now imagine cops can tase anyone for any reason whatsoever with no repercussions. They pull someone over. Uh, sir, do you know how fast you were going? Uh, no, I don't know. Officer, about the, I thought I was going the speed limit. Are you getting sassy with me, boy? Jesus Christ! The rappers will have to rewrite all their songs. Like, fucking cops be tasing brothers all over the place. <laughs> get a tattoo of a lightning bolt next to your eye you, you've been tased so many times you got street cred because you didn't shit your pants okay that's enough you're getting intimate with your girl for the very first time and she's pushing your face down below you smell tuna but you're not a fan of seafood you deserve an ice-cold Budweiser. Budweiser. <laughs> all right, that's going to do it for your Wednesday show. I love you all so very, very much. Shout out to Ginchalada. Hi, Jen. Carlos Lafayette. Johnny Badass. Yes, that's right, Johnny Butt Stuff. I have renamed you. You're Johnny Badass now. I heard the nice things you said about me. I don't forget things like that. You will no longer be ridiculed. Lafayette is the only one who will be taking things in his ass on my show. Hi to Casey and Brooke. Go Cowboys. 
Hug your children, kiss your kitty cats, and please be nice. I'll see you on Friday. Fuck the police coming straight from the underground. A young nigga got it bad because I'm brown. And not the other color, so police think they have the authority to kill a minority. Fuck that shit because I ain't the one for a punk motherfucker with a badge and a gun to be beaten on. And thrown in jail, we can go toe-to-toe in the middle of a cell. Fucking with me because I'm a teenager with a little bit of gold and a pager. Searching my car, looking for the product, thinking every nigga is selling narcotics. Oh, yeah, right there. Oh, fuck, don't move. There it is.